Hey, and welcome to the Virtualicious podcast, which is all about how to make delicious homemade food without spending ages in the kitchen. I'm going to be sharing with you my quick cut tips, my shortcuts, the quick recipes that I make and the gadgets that I use so that you can eat delicious, healthy, homemade food, even if you're working really long hours and even if you've got a million responsibilities. I'm going to share with you the tools that I use, the methods that I use. I'm going to show you that cooking can be a quick thing and I'm even going to show you how to fall in love with cooking. So let's get started. Right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Virtualicious podcast and today we're doing something a bit different. I am talking to Lisa Gilby who is a stylist, a style consultant and um, she specialises in helping people to find their own personal style in the workplace and she's doing something really exciting at the moment which is launching a course on how to find your own style um, but instead of me trying to explain this she knows this much better than I do so I'm going to ask Lisa to explain it but first of all hello Lisa. Hello Avni thank you so much for having me on the podcast today yeah so I'm well yeah I'm a personal stylist and I've had my business for the last 10 years and yes I've worked with lots of executive people professionals over the last few years editing their wardrobes and shopping with them Um, but I also work with you know entrepreneurs stay-at-home mums lots of you know different people but really the common thread that they all seem to have is that they they've got stuck with their wardrobe they are frustrated and they either don't have the time or the headspace or sometimes the creativity really to sort sort it out themselves because the thing is it's really really hard to look at yourself objectively it's really hard to get fresh ideas for yourself and that's why we all fall into a comfort zone and a rut quite often and you know the thing is as well change is good for you so I sort of help these people to get out of their ruts their star ruts and bring them lots of new ideas and boost their confidence in the meantime and lots of the people that I work with have got quite high power jobs so they just really need that support you know they've got lots of presentations to do now zoom calls and things and they just you know the, the other common common thread which is more the human side is they just want to feel good and confident in what they wear and this all resonates with me because the reason that I know you is that you you have your own podcast. I do, yeah. Uh, the Style Stories, the Style Stories podcast with Lisa Gilby. Brilliant. I'll link to that in the in the show notes. So if anyone wants to listen to you, um, I highly recommend you do. And the reason that I know you is because you interviewed me on that podcast. I did. Yes. Yes. And you talked about the things that you've just talked about about being stuck in a rut at work and finding your own personal style yes yes so we were talking more as well about you about being stuck in a rut in where you work as well so being you know in a corporate world wasn't it because yeah. you broke out of a corporate world and you know, I did I did yeah. you're right we that's what we talked about um, but also also in the intro when we were talking about like some of the background and I was saying that I went see a personal stylist because I felt stuck in the rut with my personal style at work and I was talking about how it just changed me it changed remember I said about how um I actually got told I had swagger after I'd seen a personal stylist love it love it yeah and people just uh, noticed and and complimented me on my style and I had more confidence so like you know what you're doing is just I, I just think it's so amazing I think it is a necessary a step to go through if you do have any style 
um, hang-ups, I guess. Yeah, and don't put it to the bottom of your list because it can be really transformative. And I think lots of people have put on a bit of weight in lockdown. I think they're oh. feeling, putting their, you know, feeling yeah. like they, why should I, I, I hate what I wear, I hate how I look, you know, all those sorts of things. But actually just try and forget that at the moment, I would say, and don't look at the size on the label. Just find things that fit you nicely and wear bright colours. <laughs> Throw in some tips there. <laughs> you know... I mean, I suppose that the topic of this podcast is food and fashion, how they interlink. And I think you've just come up with the first point, um, a really good point, is that, you know, lockdown has completely influenced the way that we eat and also the way that we dress. And um, one, of, one of the many consequences of that is that, you know, some of us have put on a bit of weight, I've put on a bit of weight over lockdown, and it's about how that then affects your fashion as well. Um, because I'll be honest with you, so because I have put on a bit of weight, I'm like, all right, my, my clothes are a little bit tighter and I feel less comfortable. And like, do you have any kind of, I'm putting you on the spot here because I haven't warned you, I'm going to ask you. Fine. It just come to my mind now, but do you have any tips on how to handle that situation? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say what, what I just said a second ago is just about the, like, don't get hung up on the label of the size because sizes vary wildly across the high street like you know i can be a size eight in m&s but i'm a size 12 in top shop so it's like you know it's literally don't get hung up on that look at fit find out what your body shape is so you know you can get you can sign up for my free uh, body shape guide that i've yeah. in lockdown that's got the five main body shapes and i'll give you the link avenue to put on here but basically okay. find out what cuts of clothes suit your body shape and just focus on those and don't hide in swathes of black jersey i would say because i've seen this so many times people who feel overweight and they they feel out of shape and not confident and then hide in black jersey baggy outfits and things and it just makes you feel worse so i would say go for some bright colors try and find out what colors really suit you and go bold with color and then people will be looking at how this colour looks on your face and they'll be looking at your face and you know how vibrant you look yeah. whereas if you look like you're hiding people are going to pick up on that so that would be my tip and you know and don't give yourself a hard time right we've all put weight on in lockdown yeah. because there's been nothing to do apart from eat nice food you know <laughs> and no one was really and drinking wine in some cases and no one was was really you know spending money on clothes but now we're going out a bit more and people want to you know it's food and fashion and how they're interlinked and it's just sort of you know both of them have the ability to make you feel differently to make you feel good about yourself so if you eat bad food you, you feel bad like if you if you know if you have a bit of a blowout and eat kfc for five days you're, you're gonna feel bad but what you need to do is you know eat nutritious food and you know the, the thing is that that's the same with um fashion as well if you hide and you wear rubbish clothes you're not going to feel good about yourself are you no you know you've got to try and just embrace how you are at this moment don't give yourself a hard time if you really want to lose weight then you will lose the weight but you know we're all in the same boat i think it's just such unusual circumstances also um fashion's taken a bit of a turn hasn't it because we're wearing our loungewear a lot yeah. more and i'm just wondering now you know, we're returning to eating 
out, um, whether that's like a takeaway or eat, some people are eating restaurants now. Um, some, some people are starting to go to work. I've, I've heard a lot of you know, people that are being nudged to go back to the office next mm. month, like that. So usually in fashion, in the fashion industry, you have these, your yearly cycle. And I think that's all just been kind of gone to pot really with lockdown. So what's happening about that? And how are we kind of, um, you know, what are the shops doing about, about having had the kind of clothes that they're selling change you know, in, in terms of loungewear, there's a big focus on loungewear. And now I guess we're trying to get people to go out again and, and cater to that. So what's going on with all of that? Have you got yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's sort of interesting. It's like fashion is always a marker of the time that we're in. So throughout history, you can look back and you can trace feeling and mood based on fashion fashion of the time so you know we're also saying that that um also relates to food as well so the food that we eat and we want to eat changes over time as well and obviously we've all gone into ass leisure but that doesn't mean i want to wear a hoodie for the rest of my life right it's, it's not my personal style and, and i would not have gone four months ago when we were first in lockdown when it, we're right in the midst of lockdown I would, would have looked like an absolute fool if I'd gone to Sainsbury's wearing a nice dress, right? Everyone just would have been, what, what is wrong with her? We're in lockdown, we're in a pandemic. That was when we were in the midst of it. Yeah. Okay. And But I think that's now changed because I think now people are starting to be, you know, they don't want to be in a T-shirt for the rest of their lives. They want to look nice, they want to feel nice. The shops are going to have to slow down the seasons because, you know, it's... There's, they're going to have so much unworn, unbought stock this year. They're right. going to have to pay attention, and they always do pay attention to people's mood, you know, which is how fashion changes. It really reflects our mood throughout mm-hmm. history, throughout different eras. And, you know, they, they will, athleisure is definitely here to stay, but not everyone wants to dress in a loungy way. So that, you know, there are different people to cater for. So there still are going to be Chanel handbags and gorgeous dresses and things like that for, you know, to cater for those people. I think things like, you know, Primark isn't going to go anywhere. We've we've seen the loss of Warehouse, Oasis, Monsoon, all these shops are closing down on the high street um, because, because they've, they've got it wrong somehow. They've, they've, They've done something wrong. They're not reflecting our mood and how we want to dress at the moment. And it is definitely a lot more relaxed and going into the office. People are not going to be shirt and tie, you know, for men, it's just not going to be around. I don't think anymore, unless you're, you're a a funeral director or an estate agent. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's literally, I just think it's just the shops are going to have to adapt but there are still going to be weddings. There are still going to be people having dates. There are still going to be people going to interviews where you have to make an impact and you want to show up in a certain way. Well, I'll tell you what, for me, all of a sudden being in lockdown, going to the hardware store is an event for me and I'm getting dressed up to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now you can, but I think once back in, in you know, when lockdown started, you, you would have looked a bit foolish. Everyone was in there really dressed down, kind of in a sombre yeah. kind of mood because we were feeling sombre. We were all freaked out. We were like, what the hell? We've got to stay in our houses. And like, no one knew what was really what to expect. And it was really a worrying, weird and stressful time. And I think everyone dressed comfortably, like in a kind of protective sort of way. And they turned to food. And, and turn to food, food, yeah. 
And because you're wearing your loungewear, when you put on a few extra pounds, you don't tend to notice it because you've got an elastic coated waist on. But that's why it's important not to carry on wearing loungewear because <laughs> it can just go too far the other way. But I just wanted to mention, Avni, as well, because I obviously before we did, you came on my podcast, I did try your, you yeah. sent me one of your spice kits. I sent you a tagine kit because we said that, well, I, I was saying to you, you were trying to describe my kits, weren't you? And I said, why don't I just send you one so you can actually try it and then you know what you're yeah. doing. So glad I did. Oh, it was delicious. My husband and I, got so we got one of Avni's kits. It was a tagine, because I do love Moroccan, that kind of food anyway. And we got chicken, so you can have vegetarian if you want. And then all the spices, because I'm, I do not like cooking, I have to be honest. I'm not a cook. Yeah. I'm not a cook at all. I find it like a chore, like doing the ironing. That's how, that's what I think of cooking. Whereas other people like like oh, it's really relaxing. I really love cooking dinner and feeding people. I'm like, oh god, I've got to cook dinner for everyone. <laughs> I, I got I got this um, kit and it was super easy. And I, I use I did chicken with mine and I put some vegetables in it and tomato. You put tin tomatoes in it and garlic. Oh, no, no, did I put I garlic? Put yeah, garlic in it, I, no. I did because I love garlic. And then we bought some um, really nice yogurt as well to put on it, and I had mm. it with couscous. It was it was lovely. It was so nice, and it made me feel really happy. And we we, we were so happy. We had it the next night as well. And then we made exactly the same thing the next night. A week later, you ordered another two lots, didn't you? <laughs> I've ordered more, so I've got those to look forward to as well. I ordered like a different mix as well. But yeah, we we were talking because it, it's amazing because that. You know, that's what I've been looking forward to. Even though I don't like cooking mm. in lockdown, because I wasn't going anywhere and I wasn't doing anything, having a lovely meal in my house, you know, was really something that was keeping me going, to be honest. But I still want to do another episode with you, and I've got to convince you of this, because you, I think you're slightly reluctant. But I, I also do cooking coaching, which is all about... I don't teach people how to cook, but what I do is help them to sort of unleash their inner domestic goddess and learn right. to quickly, you know, like all my, all my cooking kits are 10 minutes prep time. And so what I try and also do is teach people how to get in the kitchen, make a meal and get out the kitchen really quickly, so, but you still eat really healthy. And um, one of the things I want to do um, is to try and, is to do a coaching session with you on a podcast. But right. I know you're still relaxing, but offline, I'm going to try and convince you. Right, okay, well, my inner goddess, is domestic goddess, is definitely buried deep within, so. <laughs> I want to find her. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> so, I mean, going back in time as well, talking about food and fashion, um, I'm thinking about retro cooking, like 70s and 80s. And when I think back, I think that's when, when things started to change in terms of like, packaging. Plastic became quite mainstream in that time. And that changed, well, that changed quite a lot. I think this is going to start a whole load of other points. Um, but things like, I mean, you mentioned this, like, um, ready meals. Yeah, TV dinners. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you said at TV dinners, we're not sitting at the table anymore. We're sitting in front of the telly, not talking to each other. Well, eating processed food as well. That was very much a 70s thing, wasn't it? Angel Delight. Lamont. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Like, but they had really strong colours. And 
when I think back to the 70s and 80s, I mean, the 70s, I, I distinctly remember like the, that orange. Do you remember that orange? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I clearly remember, yeah, I clearly remember Angel Delight because me and my brothers used to love Angel Delight. Yeah. I would not, I would not, there's no way I'd eat that now. I tried it about, oh, it was a while ago. I tried it thinking, I really loved it, but no, it was awful. No. Um, bright, brightly coloured cocktails and just garish kind of yeah that retro. But I tell you what, I still love a prawn cocktail. You can't I, beat you can't beat a good prawn cocktail. That's that's really seventies retro. That is uh, starter, no. but I love it. I'll have to um really delicious. I haven't had one those oh, <laughs> Try that. It's really 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 nice. But yeah, all, all the Abigail's party kind of you know, retro cooking and, you know, like you say, it's, it, that food also changes as our mood changes, you know, and people have been looking for more comfort and nutrition, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, people at the moment, you're, I, I do think there's something about comfort food. I wanted to discuss uh, that with you and what you thought we were going for now during lockdown. My feeling is comfort food. I don't think when people are doing their home cooking that they're trying to cook fancy stuff. What I no. hear is people learning to cook maybe like the tagine, a, diff, a more confident, um, like a casserole maybe, things like that, salad. Yeah, yeah, comforting but food, freshly cooked food, not processed rubbish, because you feel like you want to treat yourself a bit. There was this, there's this thing called the lipstick effect. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it was um, basically after 9-11 happened, mm -hmm. they noticed that um, the sales of lipstick trebled right which is basically it's called the lipstick effect because when you're in sort of a really like in a time of hardship things are really bad like you still want you want to give yourself a little treat so rather than so you wouldn't buy an outfit because it, it seems ridiculous because you're not going anywhere but the same has happened during lockdown the sales of lipstick have gone way up because people just want to feel good I mean obviously what I always talk about things related to fashion and image because that's what I do but I think the same is true of wanting a nice meal at home and wanting not something fancy but something that's going to comfort you and yeah. just make you feel a little bit like you're having a bit of a hug you know and you're being looked after because we're in these times of uncertainty and it just knocks you off kilter knocks you off balance it really does and I wonder whether there's also this um this thought of like we're in lockdown now and we've got a we've got to hone our basic skills like cooking is one of them and um like presenting yourself well as well as that's another basic skill isn't it and so we've kind of like done away with all this you know we're not going out we're not going to restaurants and everything let's learn how to cook and there's lots of people making bread and things like that you know really basic foods yeah that was a bit of a lockdown cliche wasn't it that um <laughs> I think I did all the lockdown cliches apart. I didn't make any bread, so I'm not a, I'm not a complete cliche. But I did make banana bread, and oh. I, I did take up running. So I did do two of the things that everyone seems to have done. I went the other way, so I, I was um, really getting into my fitness before lockdown, and then when lockdown came and obviously I couldn't go to the gym, my fitness has gone downhill. So you yeah. you've improved. Yeah, I'm trying to do running, but I did tear my hamstring, so I've kind of been uh, knocked knocked back. But definitely the food, the food element, and just having those little treats. We need things to keep us to keep us going, you know. 
we really um, we really do and um like having the food kind of um does, as you say we need things to keep us going and food and looking nice are two really important elements and um, with food i think that um you can achieve that but it takes a certain mindset a certain amount of prep and that's the kind of stuff that i cover in the other episodes of my podcast um and so i talk about that meal prep and doing it in advance thinking about um how to reuse um food in different dishes so that you're saving time have you got any top tips before we finish off because we've been about 20 minutes now i think we both like talking Waffling on. <laughs> um i really appreciate just for myself really top tips on how to make sure that you look good every day now even when you're just staying at home you know okay so i would say Finding your colours is something that is really useful. So the main thing to find out is if you've got warm undertones in your skin or cool undertones in your skin. So I don't know if you've all heard of the House of Colour, um, but they do it, colour analysis. I do colour analysis, but I, I tend to do it as part of a bigger picture. So I do like a whole personal styling thing. I don't really do colour analysis on its own, but it's it's something that really really you know basically for starters it cuts down 75 percent of the choice in the shop so once you know what colors suit you you can just focus on those doesn't matter on the bottom half yeah exactly doesn't matter on the top half because we really suffer from decision fatigue and so if you can cut down a lot of the choices that's brilliant yeah, exactly. So basically, I, I know that I'm spring. I know that I've got warm yellow undertones in my skin. I know I suit peaches, purples, you know, the warm mustards, those kinds of colours, gold. Then you've got people who are cool skins. You've got blue undertones in your skin, no warmth in your eyes or your hair. So no red. Um, you know, more, more. I think you're pro- you've probably got cool undertones, actually, haven't you? I'm looking, yeah. we're on Zoom, so I can see a bit, but it's quite hard to see on Zoom. But that they're people that suit silver rather than gold and suit either dual-toned colours, so strong dual-toned colours, or pastels. Pastels wash loads of people out, but, you know, if, if some people look brilliant in pastels, really kind of ethereal, you know, they've got sort of ash-toned skin, um, so, you know, working, finding your colours is something you can do because then if you just wear a top, it doesn't even have to be expensive. You don't have to spend a lot of money on it, but it's your colour. It can completely transform how you, you know look feel. I, I hadn't thought about it in the way that you've described it, but now you're saying that, like, I, it's a no-brainer because I'm wearing a pink top. I mean, you can see me on Zoom today and I've got this pink top. And I've got to say, yesterday I was wearing a white top when I put this pink top on, I straight away felt really, I felt good. More vibrant. Yeah. I mean, I would say colours are really good. Um, you know, find your personal style. I've got, I've got, you know, ways of doing that, but it's quite, I won't go into it now, but you know, that's definitely helpful to I'm find your own. to all your, all your style. details. Yeah. Excellent. And they can see, you know, I have got that available in my digital products on my website, um, which is lisagilbystyle.com. But do, um, you know, find out what colour to see. Also, a splash. If you're on Zoom, a really good thing to do and you want to make a, a good impression is, is to wear a bright colour. Try to avoid really, like, heavy patterns because that can strobe and be distracting on Zoom. But just a bright colour that suits you and a bright lip. Lipstick, red lipstick always makes you look far more awake and vibrant on Zoom calls 
or anything like that on camera always looks good so if you suit you know a lipstick that's another tip something you can do for now brilliant and so that when I, I I really do want to get to the bottom of this I'm sorry I'm kind of like asking you again right. <laughs> my own personal kind of um helps you know like getting what I often find is I'll get up in the morning then like you know by 11 I'm still not kind of dressed nicely I might put my trackies on t-shirt and then I, I don't feel great you know what is your kind of do you have any tips to help you to get looking good first thing in the morning and but in a comfortable way and not OT. Yeah. well I mean I really think that what you know the way we are going to be getting dressed now has changed like I said I said I didn't want to sit spend my life in a hoodie because it doesn't make me feel good I don't feel productive and I think a lot of people like feel like that so my advice would be to aim for elevated casual right so you're still casual but you've elevated it in some way now ways you can do that are to put a bright lip on a bright color but i would say statement earrings are really good if you put a really nice pair of earrings on every time you look at yourself in the mirror yeah. you look good you sort of look like you, you, you're a bit more dressed up headbands are really in fashion at the moment they're not for everyone but um they look good you know you can get all different colors sort of velvet headbands things like that if you're into that then that's another yeah. really easy way to do it but i would say statement earrings lipstick bright color elevated casual you still want to feel comfortable you yeah. don't want to be going to sainsbury's in a pair of stilettos and a fitted dress i mean it's ridiculous you know we're not <laughs> you know it would look silly so yeah. it's just it's just about still feeling comfortable still being casual but just a bit elevated so you, you look like you've made an effort you look like you know especially if you've got a work thing or something you want to look like you, you want to be there it's how you show up which is polite actually you know if you're on a zoom call for work or anything like that it's good to make a bit of an effort so elevated casual is my top phrase tip I love that. I love that. The next time, if we do another podcast together, I'm going to be elevated casual and I'll, I'll sort myself out and I'll look very nice for you. Lovely. <laughs> Lisa, it has been really fantastic having you on the podcast. Thank and you. That we've talked about fashion and food and we've done something a bit different. So um, I'll, I'm going to recommend that people head over to your podcast and if anything they can hear the episode that we did together yeah we did an, we did an episode together so come so listen to that that is on the style stories podcast that's there and then you I've got my website here and you can get my free body shape guide as well yeah and I've had a look at that and that is really helpful so I highly recommend downloading that and that the link is in the show notes for this but also um you can get it from your website I think Yes, yeah, absolutely. Lovely to talk to you and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thanks for having me. Bye. So I recorded this episode a little while ago and I've had enough time to really reflect on the things that I learned from Lisa during that talk. And I tell you what, it's completely changed the way that I am dressing, um, particularly during this period. And I've put a lot more... um, effort and thought into how I look uh, but it's not really taking me much time but I'm feeling a heck of a lot better for it so yeah food and fashion is where it's at it makes you feel better it's comforting it is like a warm hug like Lisa says 
Anyway, it's been lovely um, talking to Lisa and learning from Lisa. And I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Do hit subscribe and tell a friend about it if you've enjoyed it. You take care of yourselves. Speak soon. Happy eating. Bye.